Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm... It's not too late to welcome Kelly Stafford to Los Angeles. Welcome to a Super Bowl Super Props edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. And once again, for the record, I dated Andy Reid way back before Danny ever knew who she was. With us, as always, is who I just mentioned, Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, this is your week. How are you feeling going into your second Super Bowl in a row? Feeling good. My wife, Andy Reid, and I are going to just enjoy the week and celebrate Valentine's Day with another Lombardi trophy. (laughs) Uh, And uh, as always, we got Washington football team fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, now that Bradley Beal is staying in D.C., can he play quarterback for the football team? I have inquired. uh, I'm also making some calls about Elena Deladon coming in as long snapper. Bring on EDD. Uh, lastly, joining the show today, all the way from Bet Online to talk Super Bowl props. The motherland. We got Dave Mason on the program. Thanks for joining, Dave. Thanks for having me. Do you look forward to the Super Bowl all year long? Yeah, you know it, it's it's uh, it's definitely the biggest betting event of the year. Well, I shouldn't say that because the 2020 election was the biggest betting event we ever did yes. in the history of the company. Hey but uh. But, um, you know, usually 99 times out of 100, the Super Bowl is, is the uh, biggest betting event of the year. And and looking at the early action, I mean, we're going to do more. We're going to do more on this Super Bowl than any other Super Bowl in the history of bet online. So, yeah, you know, it, it's it's funny. You know, there's just those big dates around the year. And, you know, Super Bowl, March Madness, you know, Kentucky Derby, uh, week one of the NFL is probably the most important week. But but, you know. Super Bowl, the, the good thing about it is, you know, there's so many people come back to the site. There's so much action, so much uh, noise, so much buzz. But a lot of one-and-doneers come back, so it's not as important as, it, say, like NFL Week 1 where you get all those guys to come in, but you can have them here the whole season. You know, the, the Super Bowl, you get a lot of guys who just sign up. They're here for the one game, then they're gone. Maybe you get them back next season. So, no, but it's a great event. The election. What are some of these bizarro props that come on? Because obviously you can just vote for the two uh, front runners, but I mean, what are is there some wonky stuff on the site that you could have bet on? For, oh, for, for the, the twenty twenty election? Oh man, we had yeah. we had everything, man. We had we had uh, you yeah, know, the erect- yeah. insurrection. Y'all had the insurrection on the board. <laughs> twenty to one. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have that. One. We didn't have that, but we we had all sorts of stuff. Obviously, odds to win, uh, all the states. Um, you know how much, how many votes they get over unders, j- just everything. We had live betting during the event, and there was just so much money pouring in on that. We did as much action on the election as the last two Super Bowls combined. 
So Damn. that's yeah, it was it was absolutely insane. I mean, Super Bowl, like I said earlier, is always the biggest betting event of All the year, without off. a doubt. But yeah, it was just that, and just you know, it was just such a you know a viral <laughs> event. You know, it was just so everybody talking about it. So people so passionate. There's so many parallels between that election and and fandom and and sports betting. Where it was, that's how I see it. You know, it's just two different teams and you hate the other side and you love your side no matter what. And that's pretty much how politics is now, you know, which, no matter which side you're on. So uh, we, we definitely have seen riots when certain teams have won exactly. or lost. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's so true, right? I mean, the, 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 well, usually it's a winning team that's rioting and flipping yeah. over cars, you know what I mean? So, but there's so many parallels. I, I'm, a, you know, I'm not a big politics fan, but I'm always fascinated by the betting angles and everything. So, it was a lot of fun. We did well on the election. Actually, we needed Biden. So, uh, politics aside, that's where who we were rooting for. And uh, yeah, save the and, company. Yeah, man, I had to make some money there. And uh, but the action was just crazy. I, I kind of want to start a petition to have an election every year. I don't know if we could take it as mankind. <laughs> let's just get into local government let's turn up right. local, add local government to bet online and i promise big returns <laughs> yep exactly <laughs> uh and just one did america hit the over did we get more votes than was expected um yes yes the over definitely covered we definitely uh our number i forget what our number was but the over definitely covered for overall for biden and for trump we had all three so absolutely yeah that's good that's what you want you want people out there participating democracy Uh, okay let's get into what we're here to talk about uh super bowl this weekend we got chiefs at bucks but we're gonna start the show the way that we always do uh we're gonna talk about what we hate Usually we talk about what we hate about football that week. This week, we're going to talk about what we hate about the Super Bowl in general. Danny, why don't you lead us off? Sure. Well, I mean, I really love hearing about the election. Uh, We got to slip that back in somehow, but I'm going to a much more inane. I know. Well, we've done it the entire year. (laughs) I'm going to a much more inane place. What I hate about the Super Bowl is that saying that goes around right around this time, the real Super Bowl is the ads. (laughs) You always hear that. People love to talk about the ads at the Super Bowl like it's better than the Super Bowl. Fuck you. They're already putting out trailers for the Super Bowl ads. Have you guys seen any of these trailers? Like, here's 15 seconds of the ad to get you sopping wet for the full 30 seconds. Maybe I'd get it if these ads were like some big reimagining of the way advertising is done, like the, you know, the 1984 Mac ad. But no, the last five years of Super Bowl commercials have all been the same thing. Drag a celebrity from the 90s out of mothballs, RIP Screech, take their catchphrase or whatever, and vaguely apply it to the product that you're selling. Like, hey, the new Nissan Hybrid is affordable and luxurious. Let's have Frazier driving one. Michelob Ultra goes down smooth. Here's Stefan Urkel at a Super Bowl party trying to fuck Kimmy Gibbler. Everything's a reboot now. Everyone in the reboots is all older, so it feels sad, and it's just kind of a waste. What are we going to do in 2040 when we run out of things to remember? I guess by that time we'll have biblical wildfires and 50-foot tidal waves, so maybe we should all just, I don't know, kill ourselves. But it's not the ads. It's the Super Bowl. 
That's what I hate it. Yeah, man. I mean, I think there's a couple of reasons that, for that. We've been uh, staring at screens our whole lives now for the most of the people who are watching uh, this event, and it's the most watched TV program all year. So it's like, what else are you going to reference? You know, you, you're trying to satisfy a large swath of the population with each ad. So you're just trying to get anything to keep their attention so they're not just shoving uh, jalapeno poppers down their mouth. They just need to see your ad. And most of the people watching don't care about the game. They got drugged to a party or it's a, a wife who was forced to watch the first game all season. Mo, are you on and... the side of ads? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, on the side of ads. I'm trying to just explain it away. Man, this is how democracy oh, really dies. Just talking about, just taking the devil's advocate side. You're in the tank for corporate America. That's what it sounds Jesus like. Jesus Christ. Doritos is doing an ad this year with no logo on their shit. They run out of things to even, they've shown the bag too many times. They can't oh, even the show bit, us they bag no more. The big one was, uh, who? it was like Amazon or something? or oh, No, it was Budweiser said, and made a big announcement that they were not going to do a Clydesdale's ad. And that was the ad, was telling everyone that they're not doing an ad. Hey, Dave, what's the odds that uh, Budweiser lied to us and they actually bring the horses out? <laughs> we don't have that, but maybe we should. We do have first Anheuser-Busch brand commercial to run, and uh, Bud Light, it, Bud Light's the favorite. So, uh, Oh, I'm, okay. taking, have, you know, I'm taking that one. What's, what are the odds yeah. on that? That's got to be what's pretty juicy. Plus 120, put Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade, plus 175, Michelob Ultra, plus 175, oh, and Michelob Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer plus 200. So. You guys are on it. You guys have every contingency planned out. Yeah, man. Is Schlitz, is, is Schlitz on the board? Is Blue Bulls on the board? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Unfortunately, no. I was a big right. Schlitz guy back in the day, too. Hell yeah, same. Hell yeah. RIP to my have, man, too. On the budget. Yeah, nice. Had to be on that budget. No, look, man, I'm not in the bag for ads. I'm saying if the bag came to us, we would say yes and do the ad. So yeah, I'm saying bet online where you're, you know what I'm saying? Your online sportsbook <laughs> yeah, experts. Sportsbook experts. Yeah, that's it. There it is. Yeah. And I'm look, still using my, my ball trimmer for Manscaped. I, I, we left, we parted <laughs> ways, but it's still such a great product. No <laughs> doubt, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jamel, what'd you hate about the Super Bowl? Sort of what you guys were both, uh, what you was touching on, Dan, the attempt to try to please everybody. And for me, it starts with the time of the game. I hate what time this game starts. They're trying to make sure everyone on earth is awake. Bro, just put the shit on at seven. What the hell? It's like six or three. If you're on the West Coast, this is crazy. 330. 3.30. 3.30 PST. Just put we we watch every four p.m. game anyway. Just put the game on at four. It's seven on the East Coast. That's great. It's like it doesn't. We're gonna watch the game. It doesn't matter. Uh, and you're lucky that Queen Latifah is in the show that you're trying to sell me after the game this year. Because otherwise, <laughs> I would not be watching that bullshit. But I'm not gonna miss Queen Latifah and Chris Noth. That's must see television. Oh, is obviously. the the equalizers following up the Super Bowl? Yes. It, oh, yeah, I'm gonna shit. watch, but. But this is a one-time thing. And just look, man, if you don't like, just, okay, here's a new idea. Hey, Roger Goodell, how about you just get rid of time zones and make this shit 7 p.m. all over the earth? The <laughs> NFL is big enough to do that. You have the power. You have the means. You you have the technology. The 
They do it with shows like The Bachelor. They're airing three hours previously on uh, the East Coast before we get it. You know, if you're on Twitter, you're seeing the spoilers just running in all night long. That is one of the major downsides of CBS hosting the Super Bowl. Love Romo, love Nance. CBS programming, major downside. Look, also, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna act like I didn't watch FBI, but I was already an FBI fan after the Chiefs. Game. Um. So what I what I hate about the Super Bowl, or what I do hate about the Super Bowl, is something that's kind of a new tradition that is starting to form, and it is Giselle Bunchen. She's been to more of these things than most of our favorite players. She somehow merged her way into the Super Bowl. So now every single year we have to acknowledge her if she's actually not at the game in the owner's box and you know now the quarterback's wife you know the quarterback's wife's been a subplot for a long time that's just classic sports narrative but Giselle has is a featured player now and you know what Danny you know what else is on the line this weekend football wife supremacy mm. Brittany Matthews baby you could take that belt away Time to get an American first lady back in office. I do you know not what I'm think saying? I do not think Brittany Matthews has any chance in hell of dethroning Giselle. I mean, she's very nice. I think that the KC fans are very split on whether or not they like Brittany. She, t- according to them, mostly uh, you know Christian men, they don't like how much she talks. So that's a negative for her. But then, you know, on the other hand, you posted this on the Sorry We Love Football Twitter, which everybody should go check out. Giselle Bunchen singing, recording a cover. is It's one of the worst things I've ever heard. I did a deep dive on Giselle. Uh, and because she's crowbarred her way into our favorite day of the year, her Instagram posts this time of year are insufferable. I mean, you it's all Tom and how great he is. Um, the kids' names, we got Benjamin Lake and Vivian Rain. This is a woman who loves water. And, uh, you know. We're anti-water on the show. I always forget. Is she the most famous person ever from Brazil? I know we have Pele. Uh, we have a couple other soccer guys. But I, I, can you give me two? Who are Honorable Mitch, Ronaldinho, uh, Ronaldo, uh, Mike from Mike in Brazil, the old yes. tape. Oh, yeah. That was a time yeah. in our lives. Mike's probably dead by now. That was like, I don't oh, know, for sure. the internet started. Oh, Mike was in oh Mike, Mike got killed in one of them favelas. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll leave, I'll leave it with this. Just do you think around the house, Tom just calls her jizz for short? Mm. That's a Dave question. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I mean, my, my buddy here is an American guy, and he's married to a girl down here in Costa Rica, and her name's Giselle as well, and he calls her Jizz, so I kind of giggle every time he says Damn, it. Damn, you got a Jizz already? See? Okay, hey, any any Giselle bunching bets on the board? Like, uh, like uh, yeah, unfor- unfort- yeah, unfortunately, because I, I agree, I'm tired of her. You know, I'm tired of Tom Brady and the Super Bowl. I respect the hell out of him, but, you know, tired of running out these same damn props. You know, just like Bill Belichick, it was the color of the hoodie every damn <laughs> Super Bowl. You know what I mean? But now, it, and again, Giselle, how many times will be she shown on TV and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So we have that up there. It's up there every other damn year, and it's over under one and a half, over oh, minus two. That. 
Yeah, over minus 250, though. You got to face some juice on the over. So, um, you know, a lot depends on how, how the Buccaneers are doing, right? If, if they're uh, if they're winning or, it's, or, or Brady's doing great at the end of the game, they might show her more. If the Chiefs blow them out, then uh, they're not going to show her more. So it's kind of oh, correlated I there. I think if they're losing, they just keep the camera on her. Oh, yeah? Interesting. Well, Jamel's right. I think what America wants at this point, because you're totally right too, Dave. I think we're all pretty sick of Tom Brady as well. I think what America wants is to really soak it in if Tom Brady is getting his ass kicked in the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's do it. Um, And then, so Dave, for you, we we talked about this is a big time of year for Bet Online. So Mm -hmm. what's the downside for you? Like, what do you hate about the Super Bowl? Oh, man, you guys already mentioned some of it because I agree with the commercials. It's just so much overhype, you know, and it's it's like I always watch them and it's like, well, you know, that that's really everybody's laughing and cracking up like, hey, you know, that that's it. Really? I mean, but uh, to, to, to get creative here on my own, I mean, uh, one thing I don't like and I'm going to relate it business wise is, you know, we have all these special props, you know, and we time in the commercials and we time the every damn weird thing that happens throughout the game that, you know, we have all these original props up that sometimes there's a gray area or sometimes we need specific wording and every damn Super Bowl there's controversy and you got players yelling at us that we graded it wrong and it turns into a big mess. Like, like last year, for instance, we had, you know, Shakira and J-Lo were doing the uh, halftime show and we had uh we had a prop well any of them well either of them show butt cleavage you know when I think of <laughs> butt, we talked when about I think, that yeah yeah hey, when I think of butt cleavage I think that. of plumbers yeah plumbers crack that's what I think of butt cleavage you know what I mean and I even put it in the damn wording you know we have these notes on the special stuff and I even put it in there you know if you have any questions about what buck cleavage is google plumbers crack so i thought we were safe i thought we were 100 safe they do their thing <laughs> they're in they're in very tight clothing and you can see the outliner of their buttocks but there was no buck cleavage according to me there was it wasn't even close there was no plumbers crack and so we graded it no and I got absolutely pummeled by people on Twitter saying, you know, calling me a thief. This is buck cleavage. And they're showing a picture uh, of, of like, I forget who it was one of their butts. And like, yeah, and it was like, it's very tight. You could see the outlining of the butt, no problem. But there was the clothes over it. There was no cleavage. And I was like, that's not, that's, that's not, and I'm, and and, you know, I'm, I'm copying, pasting, or whatever, taking screenshots of a plumber's crack. I'm like, this is buck cleavage. So here it is, yeah. the biggest day of the year, and I'm 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 in a war with people on Twitter on what buck cleavage. They're sending me screenshots. I'm firing back screenshots of plumber's crack, and and like 20 minutes into it, I hit up my guy Burns. On he's he's like the head props guy. I was like, you know what? I can't even believe I'm getting into this. This we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, take it in the tail, no pun intended, and, and we're going to grade both sides winners. So that's what we did. We graded both sides winners. I wasn't going to get, you know, go back and forth for hours on definition of buck cleavage. I was like, you know, I went to college. Is this really <laughs> good use of my college degree arguing with buck cleavage? So stuff like that, man, you know, and, and it's the end of the football season. And football seasons are bread and butter, man. Oh, that's yeah. that's. That's that's our big big money maker. Not that basketball isn't huge, hockey, baseball, etc. But but uh, football's king. So that's kind of sad. But that being said, it's kind of cool because then I get to go on vacation in two weeks too. So no biggie. And where do you go on vacation when you live in Costa Rica? Uh, 
I, I this year with all the pandemic and traveling's a pain in the ass. I'm just gonna, you know, get in my car and travel around the country. So uh, there's all sorts of great places to see here, and, and I've been here forever, and there's still so many places I haven't seen. So I'm gonna take advantage of that this year and uh, get in my car, pack a bag, and and get out on the road and uh, see some new places I haven't seen yet. Come back. The Nuggets are in. A nineteenth place somehow. <laughs> Everything's fucked up. But, but I have a nice tan, so that's that's uh, that'll be fine. All right. Well, let's let's get into these props themselves. I want to talk about favorite props, kind of unique props, maybe for this year. You know, maybe the weekend will show some shaft, and we'll have to be sending some pictures back and forth on that. Hopefully not. We saw Lenny Kravitz do that, not at the Super Bowl one year. Anyhow, one, okay, I'm going to leave this off because one of my favorite Super Bowl props, which is a term that I was unaware of before, is uh, will any player score an octopus, which is eight points on one possession, where it's you score a touchdown and then you also convert the ensuing two-point conversion. So Kelsey gets the touchdown and then tell, Kelsey scores the two-point conversion. That's an octopus. Right now I've seen it a couple places at like plus 1,100 for a few different players, but um, – I haven't bet on it yet. It's just one I hadn't seen. Well, I, I like it. I don't even think we have that, but I like it. I'm going to add it to the site tomorrow. That, that's a good yes. one. Yeah. Yeah, what the yeah, hell? Dude, look at us. I like Let's it. I, I, I like it a lot, us. actually, man. So, yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. I'll All get right. on my hey, prop, guys. We got a few more ideas you might want to add to the Nah, man, uh, bring it on. Stuff. You know, bring it on, dude. I, I like I like all this stuff, you know, and it gets people betting, gets people talking. I I like it. octopus. I, I like that. That's a good one. Well, I we wouldn't were count just on talking, it happen, but it could you never know. We were talking about Brady, uh, or we were, we were talking about cuts to Giselle. So uh I, I made up one here that maybe you could use, maybe not. Over under how many Brady, I'm gonna hurt myself when I get home. Faces, we're gonna see. You know, that, the that, that, the, yeah, the, it's gotta be. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even know what to set that line at. I'm pretty Off amateur at this. I thought two and a half, but it's it's gonna be more <sighs> than that in a blowout for sure. Yeah, it's that. That's you got to do over on that one, man. Without a doubt, over. You know. I like it. Those are those are hard to grade, though. I mean, they're they're fun to put up there and get people talking. You know, how many uh, over under brownie uh, Brady frown faces or whatever? I mean, that'd be fun to put up there. But that again, if you could do that during the regular season, we can do it because you won't take as much action on the props during the regular season. But during the Super Bowl, we'll get so much damn action on that, and and you know, it could be a high five figure decision on it on something that we had just meant for fun. And now all of a sudden you got people arguing back and forth, just taking screenshots on frown faces. And then I'm <laughs> taking, no, that's not a frowny face. This is a frowny face. And I'm, it's like, and then it's a lot more fun to send butt cleavage pictures back and forth like last year than frown faces. So I like it in theory, but uh, we're going to have to pass just because it's too hard to grade. I get it. You don't want to break the tape measure out on Tom Brady's lip. Yes. Exactly. So I like the one, the long shots where you have kind of every player on the roster kind of has some action that you could put on them. Some, something like the Ricky Seals Jones, like a third string tight end. Will he have a reception? No. You know, and Danny's shaking his head no. But these games get out of hand sometimes. I know it's been a while since we've had a blowout, but you go up by a few scores. It's late fourth quarter. You know, you got Henny to Seals Jones, and then, you know, you, you put a, 
you put, you know, 50 bucks on Seals Jones, you could get a nice little return. I had a couple of LaShawn McCoy. So I got one. LaShawn McCoy throws a touchdown <laughs> and or LaShawn McCoy is allowed to go on the field without a helmet on. <laughs> or and LaShawn McCoy throws touchdown to Tom Brady while his pants are falling down. So, Jamel, I like all of these, but I think realistically what you might be able to take it, something that you could get up on the side is, will a player lose his helmet mid-play? Because we see that every so often. Oh, that'll you happen. You see a guy, I don't know, I mean, maybe, I'm not talking, I'm maybe a ball carrier. Let's, let's uh, spe- specify here. Because, you know, it might happen to a lineman when they're tussling. But I'm talking a ball carrier, loses his helmet, still keeps going. My question about is, fun stuff. is, is there going to be an eyeball on the field like in uh, any given any Sunday? Given Sunday. Yeah. Ooh. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to pass on that one. I, I, <laughs> man, if that happens, oh my oh, God. Oh, for two. Yeah, that, that's uh, a little gruesome. I don't know. I mean, we're throwing around one today. Uh talking about body parts and missing body parts and everything, but uh, uh, Pierre Paul's fingers on his hand mm-hmm. or, wow. or how many, how many tackles and assists he's gets. So which is going to be bigger. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. How many does he have right now? Is it two and a half? He or three? Has, he, he has two and a third on his one hand. So it would be that against tackles assists. So which he averages usually about two and a half. So it matches up good. So we might get that tomorrow, but uh, I don't know. Sometimes I tweet stuff out like that. And then I get a lot of backlash. I'm getting, I'm getting my balls busted for some prop we put up there uh, yesterday that some players, some players don't think find offensive. So I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too soft in my old age. I got something that um, won't offend your uh, sight goers. Uh, this game is being played on CBS. Uh, odds that Shamar Moore is there with a fedora on. <laughs> got to keep in mind, this is CBS's guy. He was on Criminal Minds for 10 years. He's been on SWAT for another five. Let me ask you this, as because I want to clarify that. I might bet on that. Uh, they said in the report that it's going to be what is it? 25,000 fans and 30,000 cutouts or 30,000 cutouts and 25,000 fans. So one or the other, does a Shamar Moore and a Fedora cutout count? Because you know, oh, it's going to be four of them shits. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be multiple Shamar Moores. Yeah, I might get a shirtless one. All right, let me me run this one by you, Dave. I'm up for two. I'm not feeling great. I'm going to try here. A Hail Mary, Antonio Brown loses the game, but breaks into a closed Disney World anyway and starts living there. That could happen. That, that, now, now you're talking. That, that's that's probably a lot more realistic than your other two. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah, it at minus 150. Guy. I don't know. I'm like I said, amateur, yeah, but that's what I threw out there. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's a good number. <laughs> Sharp number right there. Um, Dave, do you have any uh, props that, you know, you love this time of year? Not not necessarily like something you think that uh, somebody should go and right. bet on, but just stuff that pops up for the Super Bowl that you're just like, man, that that's a fun one that comes up every season. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm always, I'm, I'm kind of, I invented the cleavage prop, not the buck cleavage, but the regular cleavage years back. And with that, that comes back every year. I mean, the first year I did it, I was just, I think it was like Beyonce was doing the halftime show where I, I forget what. And I was like watching YouTube videos, just trying to figure out, okay, is she going to wear a microphone or a headset, all that standard BS. And then like some, an idea like popped off the screen at me, you know, and I was like, all right, well, there it is. You know, will she have cleavage when she's performing? And, and, and the, the press loved it. Everybody loved it. People bit the hell out of it. And, uh, everybody was talking about it, the best Super Bowl prop ever. So I, I'm beating that dead horse every year. So we have it this year too. Jasmine Sullivan, the uh, national anthem singer. Will she Ooh. be showing cleavage when she's uh, doing a national anthem? The yes is minus one sixty-five. The no's plus one twenty-five. So I always had that's I always had a little soft spot in my heart. The cleavage prop, um, good one this year. I like is uh, the last week. I was think I was looking at Andy Reid and Bruce Arians trying to come up with some ideas, and they both have the masks on, of course. And you know, big story has been you know the mask falling down and coaches ripping off the mask to yell at somebody. So whose whose nostrils? Are going to be exposed first, Arians or Reed? Oh, it can't so, be Reed. Reed keeps oh, that bottled that, that, up. It is yeah, I, I, Yep, I think I, I think it's like nailed into his head to tell you the truth. But uh, <laughs> you never know; he could rip it off and start yelling at people. But uh, but Arians is the favorite. He's the minus two hundred favorite. So that's another good one. Um, you know, we have the female ref, and we have some stuff on her. Will her hair be up? Or will it be down down in a ponytail's minus three hundred favorite favorite up up in a hat is plus two hundred? Uh, will she get knocked down by a player and all this other stuff? So, you know, every year there's some unique storylines and uh, just try to find some unique props to put up. Do you have a lock this year? The one that you believe personally is definitely going to happen, just to clue yeah. in our fans. Oh man, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, as far as the game line, I, I took the under, I don't think it's like anything but a lock, but I took under 57. It's down to 56. So the value is kind of gone, but the props and it, I just bet those are fun. I, I, I try to bet a lot of unders on the player props. Cause uh, the, you, a lot of time that the numbers are inflated over a little bit cause the player, or the betters are betting the over. So I'm going to bet about a bunch of unders on, on some of the players props and see what happens. Hope for a low score. Like, I, yeah, I mean, look, uh, not every player is going to be out there catching 10 balls or rushing for 100 yards. So that's, that's a smart way to play if you want to spread your money around. Um, it's, yeah, it kind of reminds me of roulette a little bit. It's just kind of like, you know, you're going to hit on something if you got enough out there. Um, Dave, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Uh, before we let you go, do you have a prediction for the game itself? And do you have a rooting interest? Uh, we definitely have a rooting interest. Um, we we need sixty seven percent of the actions on the on the Chiefs minus the points. However, we have a big liability on the Buccaneers uh, Super Bowl futures. We so if they won the Super Bowl, we'd lose a lot on that. So what we want is kind of a Chiefs to win, but not cover. So uh, we want the Chiefs to win. By one or two points and a nice under because 69% of the actions on the over. So I'm going to make my predictions going to be with the house. I'm going to say 21 to 20, the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what we're rooting for. Wow. Tight one. Defensive yeah. battle. Danny, you'll take it, right? 
I'll take any Super Bowl victory I can get. Um, I'm I'm off that boat because I believe this one's going to be a ten pointer or more. But I like it. Any any situation where Patrick Mahomes beats Tom Brady, you've got a thumbs up from me. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect, and the NBA is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR, all caps, to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online. You're online. Sportsbook. Exports. The big game, as uh, many outlets have to be- brand this thing because they can't say Super Bowl for whatever reason. Do you, know, you guys know the background on that? Well, you know, Super Bowl is some NFL exclusive shit. They own the, the rights Bowl to, to the, the word. Give Who? Super Bowl to the people. What about Snooper Bowl? I'm surprised Snoop Dogg doesn't have a pay-per-view event during halftime. Uh, for 20 minutes, that is the Super Bowl. I'm looking that up. There's no way that doesn't exist. Yeah, thank you. Uh, no, but for real, the game, you know, the culmination of our entire season. Danny won this year's regular season, and I, I don't think he won the playoffs, but it doesn't really matter. He, overall, Danny has won. He'll be I mean, receiving. Why, even, why do the regular season if the playoffs is all that matters? Come on. Well, if I get a playoff trophy, I want my playoff trophy. You will be receiving your prize in full. Danny oh. will be receiving his prize in full. He earned it. He was the best this season. So, you know, we'll come back maybe with some variants on the rules going forward. But you... <laughs> well, it's like I did something shady or so. I picked the fucking teams is what I did. What are we getting them again? Two gift cards? You say yeah, you I think $100 each to whatever, you know, Amazing no, meal. A hundred dollars total. Ain't no hundred dollars each. No. Yes, okay. it was. It was a hundred dollars total. And God, damn, I man. did tell Jamel I would break him off a chicken finger or something like that from Ooh. my meal if he wants for winning the playoffs. It's look. I unless you're willing to mail it to my house, you can keep that. But you I can walk into your house, your... man. Let's not that forget. Is true. Oh yeah, damn. You're right. Parasail that thing over here. <laughs> I can drone it. Also, uh, before we get on to real stuff, there is a Snooper Bowl, uh, but it, it is a game that Snoop Dogg plays for charity with his youth football league. Little kids. All right. There is. Okay. The little kids Snooper Bowl. 3.30 PM. We got Chiefs at Bucks and we're talking at Bucks. I mean, have you guys heard that this game is taking place at Raymond James Stadium, which is where the Buccaneers play their home game? Boy, they, they better play this game inside the pirate ship. <laughs> Are they going to get the home field perks? Do they get the pirate ship going off? Do you get the home fucking fake piped in noise? Like I would demand. I would demand you don't get to shoot the cannon. If Oops. I'm Andy Reid's, no way. Or both teams can shoot the cannon. I don't care. I mean, if I were a Bucks fan, I'd be mad about that because the cannon should only be for Buccaneers touchdowns. But if you want to make it fair. Both teams get the cannon. It's the Super Bowl. Go big. You get to shoot the cannon at one player of your choosing. <laughs> Nick Cannon gets to man the cannon and decide when the cannon goes Cannon. Down. Cannon on cannon. Oh, oh no, wait. That's, that, that's not well, cannon that's, for this podcast. Look, there, no, there, you go. there you go. 
Okay, let's talk about the game itself. This game did happen. Uh, we saw the Chiefs kind of blow the doors off the Buccaneers in the first half. And then it became a game, and then the Chiefs kind of sealed it with the late turnover. Um, Danny, do you expect anything different this time around? I mean, obviously it'll be a different game, but the results, and I, I know you kind of talked about it earlier, you're expecting the Chiefs big. It's tw- it was in that game that you're discussing, it was uh, four minutes left in the third quarter, maybe even less than that. I just remember seeing a clip of it. We were up 27 to 10. We were in control of the game. Uh, McCole Hardman fumbled. That'll happen sometimes. I think he's trying to learn his lesson on that. But that was what started the ball rolling. We were coming right back at him for another score. I just don't, they don't have it. They don't have what you need. You know, they don't have what we have. We all watched that NFC Championship game. Brady sucks. He's he might get to play until he's 50 and that might be like a curiosity. It might be fun, like a brain in a jar or something. It's just fun to see it out there. But he's not Tom Brady, 1999 or t- whatever, whatever year he came to. He's not Tom Brady, 2009. I'll tell you that much. So this is going to be a blowout and I will eat any two gift card restaurants that you guys want to send me if i lose on that bet you can send me fucking you can for my prize you can send me like hooters and uh you know so just uh the the, that old chinese place across the street from jamel's that really doesn't taste good if i if i hated you if i didn't want you to be happy yeah i get you a hundred dollars at yoshinoya that was but, the pull I was looking for. It's Japanese, and it's the worst restaurant in Los Angeles, if not the world. I cannot believe how bad. I used to live by the one that was on Santa Monica and Vine. And, you know, when you don't have that many options and you're like 21 years old, I thought that'd be a go-to. It's so cheap. Fucking ate there once, never again in my life. It was, And I have low standards. That place is bad. Yeah, I did a I did a eat it once and that's enough for me with Pollo Loco. Really ruined my early California experiences thinking I had to go there. Del Taco is clearly superior. Oh, there's not I don't even think you can compare the two. But you know what I like how how at ease Danny is right now. He's willing to talk about Del Taco and El Pollo <laughs> Loco over this game because that's where you're at. You just think that this game is a fucking walk in the park. And Jamel's here to tell you that it's not. Uh, that ain't true. <laughs> no, nah, you know what, though? I'm just excited to see how the Chiefs are going to look bad in the first quarter. Mm. You know it. You love it. You're worried by it. It happens every fucking time. And it's always something new and exciting. I, and it, I'm, yeah. I don't Sorry, know what's left. I mean, there's what? A lot of, like... What's the what's the usual? Couple drops, couple like Tyreek Hill drops, yep. and then sure, like I mean, uh, running back could fumble. And this is what I worry about too, is because, and I think Andy Reid has outgrown it a little bit of this getting too cute or getting too tight during a big game. But they do love breaking out these obscure formations and weird trick plays and speed options in these big moments. And I'm not sure you need the in this game in particular. Like, I think the Bucks defense is sound. They're not going to – you can't really, like, rope-a-dope or rink-a-dink or round the corner of these guys. I think just go straight at them 
Why not? We just did it a few weeks ago. I don't think you pulled rabbits out of hats during that game. You just lined up and beat their ass. And, well, we went deep on them. That's what happened in that game was Tyreek went for 269 and three touchdowns on a clearly overmatched Bucks secondary. I don't think that's changed. You might be right that the pass rush has gotten better and the linebackers are playing better, but that's not our game anyway. We go deep on you. Or we misdirect, which is good for, you know, pass rush wants to come at us aggressively. We'll go around them. Yeah, that's and that's my worry, is getting too cute and maybe you have a turnover on one of those plays or just some sort of self-imposed disaster because otherwise I'm with you. I don't see... This I don't see how the Bucks win this game without a few turnovers. I think the Bucks offense will play fine. They'll put up 20, 24 points, maybe. Does you know, Le'Veon they'll, they'll, Bell fumble? Yeah, yeah does like, Le'Veon Bell play? Is a and real then you're question. just like, why is he in the game? Right. We're doing those sort of questions. We're like tearing our hair out like, why the hell is Ricky Seals-Jones on the field? Which I don't know why I'm stuck on that. But Or if, He's you not. Know, Anthony Sherman out of the backfield on a little flare out. And he fumbles. It, it just the Chiefs just don't beat yourself. And I think Andy has learned those lessons because I think just if you line straight up, they're matchup proof. Like obviously nobody can like so and so bunting can't fucking guard Tyreek. You can bracket Kelsey, but he's still going to do his little basketball moves and get his. I guess and you Sammy's could try there. and remember. yeah, you know, Sammy's going to play. That guy has all the talent in the, in the world. They're good at and hitting he, people off the line, man. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm with you. I think you got to press the shit out of them and then just have somebody over the top for Tyreek and just make the Chiefs beat you in a running game, which they're happy to do. I think that they're 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 totally equipped to do that. Um, you just have to make them figure it out. I, I don't think the Bucks are just going to let you beat them over the top this game again. So I think long sustained drives instead of big home runs. But I don't see how you guys can be stopped. And I'm thinking Chiefs big. I like a little 44 to like 23 action. Like, and Danny is just singing his ass, and he's on bottle number two of De Serona, and it's just jubilation in the Solomon household. I didn't even buy De Serono. I, I don't think I'm going to. I might, but I really had a bad experience getting drunk during the Browns game. Uh, so, you know, maybe I won't even need it because I didn't need it in the AFC Championship game. Maybe it's not lucky, and I can drink things I more enjoy. And I'm glad you brought up that game because – Okay, you look for the paths of victory for the Bucks. Like I said, the Bucks are going to score, but the Chiefs have proven they can stop the run against the Browns, who are the best rushing team in the league. And then they play the Bills, who are next to the Chiefs, the most explosive offense in the league. And they did a good job there. And it's just really seeing Tom Brady. I know we've seen it happen plenty of times in this specific game. Tom Brady back there making unexpected plays and kind of, God, I just don't, I can't envision it. I just, we haven't had a blowout in too long, and I, I think this is the week or this is the year you get kind of the Chiefs full, like the full, like all your powers combined, where it's just fucking when the Power Rangers combine and make, what, what is that thing called? Nah. Zord, uh, Voltron? No, that's it. Really, yeah. You guys don't remember when we were all wrong about the Packers game? I think yes. the Chiefs are going to win. Yeah, sure. The Chiefs are the best team I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, same. Especially since you can't really hit anybody anymore i'm not you can't <laughs> you can't even mention like lawrence taylor and none of that shit no more that shit is all out now that you can't intentionally try to kill somebody this is the best team ever 
Well, you're just you've been watching that Sean Taylor Pro Bowl clip. Him just Every killing a day. punter. And it was celebrated, applauded. But we then people were dying, you know, families were getting torn apart by brain problems. We don't need any of that when we can watch beautiful finesse football from who would be equally talented in a more uh, you know, physical era. Patrick Mahomes, he would just he would do the same shit. I think they'd be equally uh, as talented as well. The the only thing is, yeah, Tyreek lasting whole seasons and just not really getting hit hard ever. The only reason that guy ever goes out of the game is because he hurts his hamstring. The guy yeah. never gets hit. He did have like a really weird. He like dislocated his collarbone early last year in the Jags opener game in 2019. He dislocated. It was like a really awful. You know those injuries where it just feels like you haven't heard about it before, and then you just get like the fucking you get like chills all over your body thinking about how it could happen to you. I remember it being something like that. All right. Let's uh, just play devil's advocate. Danny, how do you see the Bucks winning this game? Look, it's not an impossibility. It could very easily happen. You know, put yourself into your own seat. It's about 5.30 p.m. on Sunday, and you're just watching this whole season fucking melt away, and you're like, well, how did we get here? What does I that mean, look it's, like? It's obvious. It's with the, the, the tackle situation, we've had to shuffle some people around. I'm not as worried about the tackles. I think both of those guys have played decently well, like solid enough for Mahomes to get the ball out, but it's shifted some shit around. So now the interior of the defense is really vulnerable. And so I would say there's a lot like Mahomes has been planning for this outside pressure and has a, and Andy Reed has a whole plan for that. And then they, get home from the inside and there's nowhere for Pat to go and he can't run uh, because they're boxing him in. So he can't buy time. He can't go forward and step into the pocket. So we just kind of miss a few possessions at that point, like, you know, three or four possessions in a row by the first half. Brady's gotten a few touchdown drives and, you know, we're stalling out. We got 10 points. They got 20 and then they just kind of, Keep it going just enough so that we can't come back. That would be the way to do it, I guess. But again, very difficult. Like you said, very difficult to visualize really that happening. I'm thinking the Fournette game. I mean, that guy, you know, if you're looking at a trend, it's a green ticker pointing up. Like he has, you know, when he came into the league, people were like, this might be uh, there. He was Saquon Barkley before Barkley got here, and then we just forgot about him because he was on Jags and he got hurt and he was disgruntled. Because he didn't play that well also. I mean, you know, you also have to be really good. And you by do. the way, Saquon lost. I mean, who even knows how good that guy is because he's played like two weeks. Running backs are tough to gauge, but we do know when they're hot. And we know Leonard Fournette is hot, and he's going to get the majority of the snaps. And I'm saying if, if it's one of those ball control games and you guys turn the ball over a few times, the offensive line's falling apart. They're all over the short stuff. And then when they have the ball, it's just Fournette, Fournette, Fournette. Brady's good enough to make a few plays. It could be like a Fournette MVP game. If, if you're leaning a Bucks win, that's who I'm betting for the MVP. Or as Jamel was alluding to earlier, LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> I hope he gets in the game. Dude, he didn't play in the Super Bowl last year, so I hope he just gets on the field once. He's hitting the two-point conversion. 
he's throwing it with his pants down to Tom Brady. <laughs> oh my God! You'd be that'd be like the end of Uncut Gems for you, Jamel. You would just have, you would just have hit the impossible, and you can just yeah. die. Get, you know, die a happy bumped, man. Get bumped in my own jewelry store. <laughs> nice. Just die happy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jamel, predictions on final score and kind of how you see this thing playing out. Uh, hmm. I predict I'll get some shitty squares if I do squares. Yep. And I am predicting... Hmm, 30-27 Chiefs. Close game. That is close. Is, as, is that as close as the, the final score looks like? Or are the Chiefs cruising all game? Bucks get a couple bullshit late touchdowns chiefs look terrible in the first half abysmal god it's like the the patriots chiefs uh, afc championship exactly just like who the who the fuck are we watching second half can't miss field goal late ends with tom throwing a pick 56 seconds left Ah, that would be beautiful. That was, I mean, I loved that playoff game last year. The his last Patriots game against the Titans. That that Logan Ryan pick. He just felt like such shit. He knew that it was over in New England and that it could be over for real. I mean, it wasn't obviously, so that's uh, annoying. But just the watching Tom Brady get picked at the end of games is just ah. And I also predict Dan will be surprisingly impressed by the weekend's halftime show. <laughs> Impo- it's an impossibility. I it, I am going. You guys, how you doubted me with Shakira last year? That's how I feel about the weekend this year. It's just like there's nothing you can say to to make me prepared for how good or bad this can be. I, I have no expectations other than I expect to just be yawning the whole time. For the record, Danny was the only one who doubted Shakira. I was I was neutral. <laughs> Megan and CJ were not on board. I think That's Megan right. was like, "Yeah, I like Shakira," but everybody was in J Lo's camp. Including Ja Rule. Because I thought Ja Rule was going to come out and he never showed up. So We didn't get a cameo really at all, did we, last time? I, I don't remember anybody who I gave a shit about. And this year, the, the cameo opportunities are a little better because you could do, obviously, Ariana Grande could come out. Yeah. Uh, you could have, and I saw this on a, on a specialty prop, uh, Peter Gabriel is a possibility Ooh. to come out because... Uh, the weekend did a cover of In Your Eyes, but I told right. them on the podcast, like I think that's that would be a weird choice for the Super Bowl, is to throw on In Your Eyes, maybe have like a bunch of people dressed as as linebackers holding up boomboxes or something. <laughs> but you need to, you know, satisfy old ass people living all over the country, so that's why it's in play. And young people, by the way, because that's what the NFL has been trying to do all season long is get young people to come in, get away from basketball, come over, join us in football land. We're not all fat racist Christians from the Midwest. It's, I mean, they tried it and they really took that swing, even though I guess they were kind of forced to, uh, but I think they might go hard on somebody young. Also somebody the kids can enjoy. Maybe Ariana fits that. I don't know. I've heard of her, okay. so probably not. So I've gotten the 44-23 prediction. Jamel's at 30-27. Danny, how do you picture this game playing out? And give me a final score. I and mean, I didn't... I, please. I was going to say, and one last caveat. Is it possibly? Is it possible this could feel better than last year? 
any scenario where this like matches that? I feel like admitting that it can't is kind of a jinx. So I don't want to say that. I want this game. I really want it. Beating Brady, it's the start of the dynasty. I don't have to hear a bunch of bullshit in the offseason about how we weren't as good for some stupid reason that only came up in the Super Bowl. Uh, so I want this game. But nothing's going to beat the drought of my entire life. So many moments spent having pure, rage-filled temper tantrums, watching these games as a kid and then maybe even more so as an adult just not feeling anything but sorrow about the team and then finally it all breaks the fever is gone and i'm in a world where we've just won the super bowl and we're the best team on earth and it could go another decade so uh yeah i mean look i i, I want us to win so i won't say it but that's but i'm saying it and uh I mean, I didn't think you would go a 20-point victory, so maybe I'm maybe less enthused about the Chiefs' blowout as you, but I still feel like eight points is a blowout. And I will say 38-30, and I think it's we're blowing them out. We've been, By the way, we've been locked in during the playoffs this season. Uh, Pat has not had that crappy first quarter, two games in a row at least. So I think we have a great first half. We just blow the doors off them. They're they're feeling hopeless, and then one thing brings them back in the game. They and then we start going back and forth for a little while, and it ends up with Tom Brady not being able to get that last eight point drive. That's what it felt like when the Eagles won one by eight, and it was nice to see him that hail mary hit the ground. No better feeling. Okay, let's move on to our mailbag. You've got mail every week, all season. So thanks for sending them in, but uh, you know. We get mail from all over the country, all over the world, really. I mean, we're getting Costa Rica love this this episode. So uh, I want to hear from you, Costa Ricans. Please write. Um, Danny, you want to start us off? You got a piece of mail? Sure. I'll grab something from the very bottom tip of the bag. Hey, guys. Love the show. And I love being traded. Honestly, like I told the media last week, I am happy to go somewhere that I'm wanted. And nothing makes you feel more wanted than your old team trading a decade's worth of first-rounders to replace you, Jared Goff, with a guy who's never been past the divisional round. Honestly, that old situation wasn't for me anyway. I'm leaving the corrupt, crime-ridden COVID tank that is Los Angeles and making my way to sunny Detroit. I truly believe the Lions have the perfect pieces in place for me. Goodbye, 100-catch Robert Woods and deep-threat Brandon Cooks. Hello, the only Lions receiver currently under contract, Danny Amendola. But the real reason I'm pumped is the coaching. Sure, Sean McVay had some ideas, but who better to maximize my true potential than old bite-him-in-the-kneecaps Dan Campbell? And instead of fantasizing about piping McVay's girlfriend... I can think about Coach Campbell's fat-ankled Christian wife instead. Who needs Hollywood when you can see a real show next season? Jared Goff starting for the Detroit Lions. I know I'd watch. Signed, Jared Goff. (laughs) He's bringing Hollywood to Michigan. I mean, must-see TV every Sunday. That's what I'm re-upping the NFL Sunday ticket for. No Those doubt, Lions man. games. 
I would love to see a world in which Goff somehow outperforms Stafford next year. I like Stafford. I got no problem with him, but I, I dislike the Rams. So it's a, it's a strange situation from, as from a rooting interest, but um, I despise Goff and I don't care about the lions, but them winning is funnier than them just sucking. I'm not sure uh, exactly what I want there, but I do want pictures of kid rock and Jared Goff hanging out. I know that much. Yeah. It's a team that's interesting for until like week two. <laughs> that's how long they lasted this year when DeAndre Swift, Jamel's child, dropped yeah. a pass in the end zone, ruining their season in week one, which we, we talked talk- about as an app. And me and him haven't talked in months. I mean, <laughs> this is what everyone this is what everyone wanted, right? Jerry Goff sent to the pastures, sent to the fucking glue factory. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're it happy, is. America. Hey, how about a futures uh bet? Jared Goff, is he still in the league uh, two and a half seasons over under? Is Josh Rosen still in the league? Because if so, I Fuck think he's no. at least better than that guy. Oh, he's better, but sometimes these guys just flame out. Like, you know, we have guys, uh, you know, Chad Henney's in the league for 13 plus years. You know, it, there's no reason for it, but they're he's just good. around. You saw him win a playoff game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now you love him. Okay. You know why you know why A-Rod is the best? You know why Aaron Rodgers is the best? Because he's the only quarterback who visibly looked pissed about where he got drafted to have a good career. No one who has looked visibly pissed about their selection <laughs> has done well but Aaron Rodgers. That's God level stuff. That, oh my God. You're well, what about Lamar? Did they show Lamar on the camera yeah, dropping yeah. to 32? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he back. was pretty happy because he, he went to I a think good he team. Didn't. Yeah, he didn't, <laughs> and he didn't expect, I think, to go that early to begin with. Um, but yeah, the Stafford golf trade just huge. I mean, both former overall number one picks. So I think that's the first time in history those two players who have been drafted to that position have been swapped, and then the Rams had to throw in two more number one picks. So they they've they're not going to draft in the first round for seven seasons in a row. Unless something changes, which, you know, it's a strategy. They're they're doing something that nobody else is doing. They're, they're zagging. So we'll see how that plays out. The problem with their, their move, I don't dislike it, but you have to pay all of these guys. The, the thing is, when you have draft picks, they're cheap. When you bring in all of these awesome players, you got to pay them all. So you're going to lose somebody. Just get Jalen um, Ramsey to play receiver. Sure. Yeah, you know, he could pull a Dion. Jamel, do you have a letter this week? Um, I got something a little better than a letter. I got a voicemail from our old pal, Coach Mike Vrabel. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. Coach Fuck Vrabel. Yeah. yeah, we haven't heard from him in so long. All right, let me hit play on this thing. Uh, hello. It's me, Coach Mike Vrabel. It's been so long since I have talked to you and listened to your show. It sounds a little different. I am writing in to you to make a request on your internet radio program. I would like tickets to the Super Bowl. It has been many years since I have gone to the Super Bowl. Last time I went to the Super Bowl was with my wife, Camille. We went to the game. (laughs) Then when you go to the Super Bowl, you have your snacks and your drinks and your soda pop and your popcorn and your chiclets. And I need a ticket. 
Wait, was that that was a voicemail from Mike Vrabel? Yeah, that was Coach Mike Vrabel, guys. That's a Hold big on. gift for us. Hey, when he times, called in before, your heart out. I was just, <laughs> when he used to call in, he sounded slightly different. I, I mean, if you say so. Okay, he scored a touchdown against the Eagles in the 2004 Super Bowl, which is really annoying, by the way. He's probably vaccinated too, fucking Cosby. <laughs> Just, oh my god. Okay, I got it. You think any head coach could just go to the game, but you would think. Uh, this letter is from Nick Foles. It says, Hey guys, big fan of the show. This letter's more meant for my brother in Christ, Patrick Mahomes. I have a few words of encouragement for you. If you beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, they will build a statue of you. And I would love to see the very first statue that has a frohawk. So I'm praying hard for that to happen, brother. Signed, Big Dick Nick Foles. Nice and sweet. We have not seen a statue with much a like that before. meat. What? <laughs> it's sweet like the meat, like Nick Foles' meat. Yeah, his penis. Look, there's only been two people in history to take down Tom Brady in a Super Bowl: Nick Foles and Eli Manning. You have to be borderline retarded to pull this off. So well, maybe you gotta this have a hog on you, and you gotta have a hog on you. So maybe this concussion thing helps Mahomes in this situation. Maybe if he's not fully recovered, he can dumb it, he can dumb it down uh, a little bit. Like on a sitcom, Tom. like on a sitcom when the main character gets hit in the head with a board. Yes, and he's like oh. dumb now. I hope it's not like a rookie of the year, like a reverse rookie of the year, where he loses everything. He could still do the underhand. Who even knows if he, maybe he did rookie of the year himself when he was a kid. And that's how this whole thing got started. Okay. Now all we need to do is make sure he doesn't fall on his arm ever. <sighs> that's a good point. You can't re-break that arm. So that's the keys to victory. Don't re-break your arm, Patrick Mahomes. We're all rooting for you. Uh, Jamel, final thoughts this week. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, kind of sad, but uh, such is life. Uh, I just want to say uh, uh, R.I.P. Uh, rest in peace to my aunt, uh, Gwen uh, uh, Grant. Uh, she died recently. Uh, long bout with cancer. Uh, and I know the NFL uh, always uh, like has like the cancer p- campaign and it uh, feels very fraudulent because it probably is. But uh, just in general, uh, donate to the cause if you can. Yeah, man, that sucks. Cancer is the worst and I'm sorry to hear that. Nah, that's cool. Appreciate y'all, man. And thanks for listening, folks. Was she a football fan? I mean, everybody is a Skins fan. She's, she's like into mysteries, though. She was fucking with like British mysteries and shit. People love you, dude. You're, you, we're all sending good thoughts. I mean, it sucks. I mean, the, I had family die of cancer. It blows. Yeah, I know. I mean, what can you do? I don't know. I think you can shout her out on your shows and, you know, just keep yeah, talking just about her. And every time you on, read a British mystery, please think of Jamel's aunt. Keep on keeping on throwing Columbo for my Aunt Gwen one time. Please do that. Danny, final thoughts this week. Uh, you know, I'm just, I just want to say, because I don't think I say this enough, that I'm very happy. And maybe it's just because the Chiefs are in another Super Bowl, but. 
you know, people always tell you you're an asshole for not embracing these moments and enjoying yourself. And, in, you know, and I have a fun reputation going as an angry, depressed person, which I love to cultivate. But the truth is, I'm very, very happy. This is a great podcast. I think we had a great time. And we're going to win the fucking Super Bowl. So we got a lot. I know, you know, we should just be thankful for all of our shit. Absolutely. And as we've kind of hit on before, I do think you need to enjoy this one specifically because it might be the last one you have the goodwill of everybody around you. This is such a fun ride for the Chiefs. You're the good guys. We're all rooting for you. This might be the last time you get that. So really drink that in where you can feel the country rooting against Tom Brady with you. Uh, my final thought is, you know, if you're going to drink this weekend, there's you could have a shot of beer for every point scored, a sip of rosé for every time they, so, they show Giselle, uh, any turnover, bong hit, or if you, you could dome a joint, up to you. Uh, Baker Mayfield commercial, that's a full shot. You might have a couple of those. And if a field goal attempt hits the upright, I don't know, just do <laughs> smoke some crack or something. Ketamine. <laughs> Hit some K, hit some special K. Um, and you know, I'm sorry that I just told you to do hardcore drugs during the game. And uh, see you next week. Sorry, Buccaneers. I'm sorry. Football is over.